Welcome to the English Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina, the greatest global community for improving your fluency and confidence in speaking English, networking with motivated professionals from all over the world, and having fun while talking about the hot topics of our time. We hold one-hour conversations on Zoom six times a week, Monday through Friday. And if you want to join the conversation, Get a 40% discount on your first month of membership with the discount code ECC40. You'll be surprised at everything that the club makes possible, so join us and the link is in the notes for this episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic, There's No Right Way to Succeed. All right, so we're going to talk about an article that I found on um, M- CNBC, sorry, and it's called What This MIT-Trained CEO Wishes School Taught Her Differently, and that's basically that there is no right way to succeed. Her name is Arkea, uh, sorry, her name is Jasmina Aganovich, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She's the CEO of the company Arkea which creates some very innovative um, skincare and beauty products, which was which was interesting. Now, just to start off this discussion, um, a little overview of what, you know, Jasmina shared in, in this article. And of course, we'll put the link to this in the notes. You know, I want you to maybe try to imagine a world where Education goes beyond, you know, the traditional curriculum. You know, we we probably all studied, no matter what country we're in, um, studied typical topics like history, math, language, um, geography, those kinds of things. Very useful to know, yes. But, I mean, think about how much did your education – and I'm talking about your school education, Um, how much did it focus on practical skills, developing your creativity and your personal development, you know, not just as a student, but as a person. And in the article, this is one of the things that Yasmina talks about. You know, some of these elements that she wishes were more present in her school days and, you know, maybe... Okay, it's too late. None of us are in school anymore, but maybe that could be more present in the school curriculum of today's students. And and that's because, you know, these kinds of skills, like practical skills, I mean, like budgeting, how to manage your money, how to, I don't know, repair your house. I wish someone had taught me how to like repair a faucet, for example. Um, that would have been a lot more useful than algebra in my sort of daily life. Um, but you know, schools, they don't teach these things and maybe, maybe that's something that should be taught. You know, as I would say someone who has, you know, I I want to say worked in language education. I've taught in elementary schools, I've taught in middle schools, I've taught in high schools, I've taught in business schools, I've taught in companies. So I would say I have seen the entire range of education from small children to adults. And and it's true that, you know, there there is often this gap between the textbook learning that you do uh, in school and then the real world application. And a lot of our clients, they also say this about the English that they learned in school. They said, you know, I learned grammar and 
a lot of grammar, actually. Um, and then I went to, you know, I went to an English-speaking country, and I realized that I didn't actually speak very good English. Um, and not that they didn't speak very good English, but again, it's what happens in the classroom does not necessarily transfer out into the real world, whereas, you know, maybe you have a very good grade, a good score, a good mark in your classroom learning, but then when you get out into the real world, maybe not so much. I mean, there's no score in the real world, but, but you know, maybe you have more difficulties actually applying and using what you learned, and someone can be very, very book smart, um, but maybe not so smart in terms of like practical knowledge or being creative, um, things like that. And for me, I feel like those skills, you know, having those practical hands-on skills, having, you know, that creativity cultivated in you, having, um, you know, knowing how to get in touch with your emotions and take care of yourself mentally, that is all just as important, if not more important, than the stuff that we learn at school. But we're often, you know, I guess judged as successful, at least, you know, when you're a student, based on the grades that you get in school. And is that, you know, someone who is really good at studying and getting good grades, but not so good at, let's say, life in the real world, are they successful? I don't know. That's I, I don't have the answer to that. And it depends on how we define success. But, you know, as it uh, says in the article, that there is really, you know, no right way to define success. There's no right way to succeed. And if we think about this from the point of view of learning, you know, a new language like in English, like we said, you can learn all the grammar rules. You can memorize all the vocabulary. But when you go out into a conversation and you immerse yourself in the culture and the conversations, how well do you connect with people? How well do you understand the cultural context and the nuances, the idioms, how maybe you make a lot of mistakes, but can you have a good conversation? And, you know, what is a successful language learner? Is it someone who masters the rules or is it someone who makes a lot of mistakes but is really good at connecting with someone? Again, different answers for different people. And that's okay because we all have to define what our you know, definition of success is, and then perhaps, you know, work towards that. So yeah, I mean, there, there's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I guess a difficult, not difficult, but a delicate balance um, between the, you know, learning the theory, because you have to have some of the theory, being able to apply it out in the real world, also between appreciating everything that you've accomplished and everything that you are able to do, but then also saying, you know what, I can still improve. I'm still on my journey to learning. So being proud of your skills and what you've accomplished, but always having that that hunger for more growth and improvement. Um, and I think that that's really, for me, that's kind of a, a definition of of success. It's being able to look back and say, you know, acknowledge how good you've done in the past, 
might not always be perfect and maybe you made lots of mistakes. That's part of life. But being able to look back and say, you know what, I that did really good and I can still do really well, but I'm not perfect and I know that and I know that I need to continue growing and learning. Um, and I would say enjoying that path would be my definition of maybe some part of success in life. Not the only definition, but part of it, definitely. Um, right. So just to wrap up today's episode, I would you want I want to invite you and encourage you to maybe reflect on your own educational experiences and your paths of growth. And this is something that you can talk about in the conversations with your um, English Conversation Club partners. You know, whether you are learning a new language, running a business, doing both at the same time, remember just to appreciate your talents and your accomplishments, but also keep pushing yourself to become better because we can always become better. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the English Conversation Club podcast. But if you want to do more than just listen and you want to practice speaking, increase your vocabulary and get the confidence in English that you need for your career and business, you can join us in the English Conversation Club with 40% off your first month with the code ECC40. And the link to join us is in the podcast notes. This is Christina from Business English with Christina, and I will talk to you soon.